0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to 3C Amplified. I'm your host, Jacqueline DeStrems, here to highlight the businesses, nonprofits, and individuals collaborating to amplify their impact in the community. This series is sponsored by Another Hand Advantage, where I create marketing strategies for community-minded, small businesses, and nonprofits that fit your schedule and budget while making your brand stand out in front of your audience. Joining me in the studio today is Mary Roberts, Assistant Police Chief with the Phoenix Police Department, and Brenda Puga, Development and Community Relations Manager with Special Olympics Arizona. Welcome, ladies. Hello, hi, hi there. <laughs> Welcome into the studio today. I'm so excited to have you both in here. We're talking about something really exciting. At uh, kind of when I was promoing the show, one of the big questions that came to mind, uh, I thought, what's going to grab people's attention? And so I started with, what's the most exciting fundraiser you've ever participated in? And I can imagine most people are like, exciting fundraiser? <laughs> uh, I don't know. But we're actually here to talk about a really exciting fundraiser. So I wanted to get right into it. Um, Brenda, let's go ahead and start with you. Just tell us a little bit about your, how long you've been with Special Olympics and a little bit about your role over there.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I've been with Special Olympics almost two years now. And one of the sole focuses is fundraising events, as you mentioned. So we do have your occasional breakfast where uh, we get business leaders and community members together. But today, we really wanted to talk about Over the Edge specifically. It's an event that we hold annually. And the coolest thing about it is you do raise money to support Special Olympics Arizona, all benefit Special Olympics Arizona. And then you get to seek adrenaline and repel 27 stories in downtown Phoenix.
0: Yes. So that's what I mean. Exciting, right? I mean, <laughs> yes. how many other times do you get to rappel down a building <laughs> yeah. in the middle of <laughs> of downtown? So so that's great. I can't mm-hmm. wait to get into that. Um, Mary, and give us a, a quick introduction. How long have you been with Phoenix uh, Police? And, and then just like a little bit, we'll get into it more later, but a little bit about your involvement with Special Olympics.
2: Sure. Um, I've been a police officer for 34 years. And I'm currently assistant chief over the North Patrol Division. And Special Olympics is one of the partnerships that we have. You know, we have partnerships throughout law enforcement. And of course, everybody knows our law enforcement partnerships with our sister agencies, FBI, DEA, ATF. But that community partnership is so special. And the greatest partnership we have is Special Olympics Arizona. And that is that true community outreach through and through.
0: I love that because, I, like you said, a lot of people know about those other partnerships, but not necessarily what those community partnerships are. And so I've known about some of those partnerships for, for a while now, I guess, just I, maybe just because of my involvement with local nonprofits, but specifically with Special Olympics. How did that partnership start
2: off? Where did that—has it—how long has it been around? Where did it start Well, I could give you a little history. on Yeah. So back in 1981, it started in Wichita, Kansas. The police chief there needed a community outreach, you know, with just bonding the community and the police officers. And he had their Special Olympics organization. So he got their officers together, their officers where they live, where they work, to work with these individuals, you know, Special Olympic athletes, those with intellectual disabilities who need us the most. And he knew and saw how much they struggled for funds, So he said we could do something. So he rallied his officers and they started this torch run. And that's where the law enforcement torch run came into play. And the torch is symbolic of courage. It's the flame of hope. And every year, law enforcement from across the country, we're talking 97,000 officers participate in the law enforcement torch run and carry the flame of hope which symbolizes courage and we're side by side with our athletes and we run through the streets of our cities and we all do this to raise funds of course for Special Olympics Arizona for us and to promote everything that Special Olympics stands for. It promotes inclusion, acceptance, understanding, and everything that we are about, we support them just as much as they support us. And that's that's our big kickoff every spring.
0: Oh, wow. I was just going to say, when does that take place? So is that every spring? And is it on any particular day or time in spring that it takes place in, around
2: the country? or? Um, I know it's every spring, and I think it varies yeah. throughout the different valleys and different agencies. Right. We just time it accordingly, and we blast it out. We have the media come, and it's a very big, positive, good event.
0: Right. So, speaking of the symbolism of the torch, what is this? What what made this over the edge challenge? What does that have to do with Special Olympics? What's the tie in there?
1: Um, so the really cool thing that we tied in, and especially something that Mary hit on, is courage and the importance of courage through Special Olympics Arizona, law enforcement, everything like that. And um, we teamed it with courage, matching courage in the sense that. For you to maybe take this step, this, um, you know, overcoming fears, things like that, that would be the same as an athlete trying a new sport. And so it's just really an essence of do something that might take you out of your comfort zone and kind of just get to experience that because it's something that sometimes individuals with intellectual disabilities can experience when they're trying something new for the first time. Right. So a couple years ago,
0: and I meant to look up the, the, the date. Um, I want to I say it was probably, uh, gosh, maybe three years ago now. I get an email from a friend of mine and it says, I'm participating and over the edge and I'm going to rappel down this building and I need to raise this much money and will you support me? And I was like, wait a minute. I emailed her back. I'm "I'm not giving you any money. I want to do I want to (laughs) (laughs) repel. And I want to go over down 27 stories. And I watched the videos and I thought, oh, wait a minute. What? Oh, no, no, I said I do it. You know, I said I put it out on social media that I was going to do this. And you're right until you get up there. And, you know, all along, I'm like, this is exciting. You get up to the top of the building and then they put you in the harness and you do a little pretend rappel down a little bit part of the side of the building. You're like, yeah, I could do this until you stand on that edge <laughs> and they tell you to turn around. I don't remember how many times they had to tell me, okay, now step back. Yes. <laughs> and in my brain, I am like, I am stepping back. But I'm looking at my feet. I'm like, my feet are not <laughs> stepping back. <laughs> but it is. And then you kind of get that sense of, wow, you know, this this is something that is incredibly out of your comfort zone. <laughs> Humans aren't meant to be... <laughs> Going off the side of a twenty-seven is fine. St- yes, exactly. Yeah. But then equate that to doing something is what we take for granted as simple as trying a new sport. And, you know, you might have a little bit of a jitters or whatever when you're, oh, you know, I hope I don't mess up when I'm, you know, when I get up to bat or whatever that may be. But it does definitely equate to, wow, what this must be for a Special Olympics athlete or an athlete out there with intellectual um, that, that can't, you know, just putting that into perspective for them.
1: Absolutely. I do intend to go over this year, but Mary can definitely speak on the experience of really standing at the top. Oh, and yeah. Going over the edge. Yeah.
0: So obviously you said that there's a lot of officers that uh, participate in the torch run. Are there also a lot of um, officers then from around the valley that participate in the actual
2: over the edge? Yes. A l- tremendous amount yeah. of police officers. And we're doing that outreach right now to try to... Um, Put out that little competition that we need you to go over the edge. And it is terrifying. A lot of us are afraid of heights Mm -hmm. and afraid of tight spaces. It's every walk of life. And there is nothing like going out to that edge and holding (laughs) on and seeing a rope and then telling you to lean back when you can't even see the people below you <laughs> <laughs> it's it's absolutely and terrifying. I think there was like a
0: bar like a bar or something and yes, I was supposed to that you step over right you, and, and then, then you're, you're you... hanging on to that and then they say to let go of that and put your hands on the rope and I'm like <sighs> okay I, I, I don't my like my hands were physically not letting go of that bar. But then once you once you lean back and you start going, you're like, oh, I got this. Oh, I got <laughs> this. You know, by no means was I like the people who were like zooming down. Oh, though. No. There were some people who were like, we zooming on down. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, okay, here I go. <laughs> yes. I actually did a little GoPro on my head and I totally forgot that the thing was actually recording audio also. And so afterwards, I went back home to, to, re, to listen to it and my husband and I are listening to it. And it's me going, wow, this is really, oh, are we still, go- I'm still going. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. This is all right. This isn't so bad. Oh, my arms. Oh, my legs. Why do my legs hurt? My legs are sore. And then at one point, I'm like, are those people over there drinking margaritas? Because you can see that rooftop bar at the hotel. I'm like, do they have margaritas? Are they cheersing me with their margaritas? I wish I had a margarita. So, anyway, it it is. It's a really great time for reflection. Yes. (laughs) Um, But it's just such an interesting and I mean, where else do you get an opportunity to have that kind of experience? So there is obviously,
1: you know, this is a fundraiser. So the fundraising goal is... It's $1,000 to participate. But um, just like any type, you know, the sky's the limit and you can exceed your fundraising goal. But we do ask that participants fundraise a minimum of $1,000. Right.
0: And it might sound like a lot, but it really, once you start telling people... what you're going to do. And I actually posted, there was a YouTube, couple of YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. I think you supply and like your little, when you sign up, you get like a little fundraiser kit, you mm-hmm. know, with ideas and such. And I want to say there was like a video in there. And as soon as I put that up and told people, they were like, here you go. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this unless I raise a thousand dollars. And people are like, here's 50, here's a hundred. I'm like, whoa, I don't I need to be so enthusiastic there, everybody. <laughs> um, but
1: yeah, so that's great. And why the thousand dollars? What is that unique to? So the $1,000 is really representative of the fact that that amount fundraised will supply two athletes with a full year of programs, which includes competitions, trainings, things like uniforms, transportation. And so it essentially puts um, two athletes through Special Olympics Arizona programming for an entire year at zero cost to them.
0: Wow. So let's talk about that programming a little bit then. So kind of going back like this is a great fundraiser, we're raising funds, but what exactly is it that um that
1: Special Olympics Arizona is doing for um for our community? Um I would I'm going to actually pass that one to Mary just because (laughs) the fact that she's had a really cool opportunity with a unified basketball team Mm -hmm. to really see it firsthand. They had a chance to represent not only Arizona at the USA Games, but the United States at World Games. Yeah, I saw that. That's amazing.
2: Yeah, so you you asked about the community and Special Olympics. So our community is filled with people with differences, and there's individuals that have intellectual disabilities that, in some way they feel down. And the challenges, the fears, the anxieties, all of those things. But when they're part of Special Olympics and they're actually on the field, on the court, part of the team, all of a sudden they're on top of the world. Mm-hmm. They're the cool kid and there's nothing they can't accomplish. And we as coaches, we get out and we challenge them. And it they're absolutely remarkable what they do. And I'm telling you what Special Olympics does for our athletes. And I tell you, one of my players summed it up very good to me. I go, what does it mean for you to be on this basketball team? And he never participated in Special Olympics prior to being on this basketball team. And he just said, coach, it gives me self-worth. Wow. That's what he looked forward to every single day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know?
0: So how, how did you get involved then with the coaching aspect of it?
2: So I volunteered, I mean, because, of course, law enforcement, that partnership. So they have all types of games throughout the year. And law enforcement often goes and we cheer them on. And I just show up in uniform and, you know, the bond between Mm -hmm. us and the athletes, even if somebody I've never met in my life, they just come running at you at a full sprint. (laughs) And uh And it's you talk about breaking down barriers. It's instantaneous mm-hmm. and you give hugs, you give medals, you give high five, you do encouragement. I mean, I'm not a good cheerleader, but out there, <laughs> you know, I, I just you can't help mm-hmm. but get involved. So Special Olympics Arizona approached me one time. They're like, you know, you're at a lot of events. I know you're very passionate about this or anything more you would like to do. And I said, you know, I used to coach basketball, but of course my career consumed me. Plus I was a single mom, so I really didn't have any spare time. I'm in a good spot now. I would love to coach again. So I started, they said, okay, we got tryouts. We went to ASU. ASU had women's basketball coach, men's basketball coach. So we're going to help you with tryouts. We had about 85 people show up. Oh, wow. And, again, Special Olympics did all that. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I thought I was doing a little summer league team. I didn't know this was going to be so, you know, intense. So we had tryouts, and I was able to pick my team. Now, my team is a unified team. And what that means, it's those with intellectual disabilities and without intellectual disabilities playing on the same team together. Mm -hmm. So they're not identified. They're not labeled. We're all playing together as one. And so I was able to pick my team and I ended up with a team of 10, six athletes and, and four volunteers. And all of a sudden we just started practicing. I you know, I called around everybody and their brother to try to get a gym. And I finally got a gym from Maryville Community Center through our city parks, saying you could have it every Saturday. We block it off for two hours. So every Saturday for two years, me and my guys met at that gym from three to five. Oh, and wow. it was the absolute highlight of our lives. Mm-hmm. Mine also yeah. as a coach. So we started practicing and getting to know each other. And we went in there as absolute, complete individuals, scared to speak to each other, very shy to after a two year period being so close, there's not a day that goes by that we don't somehow communicate. You know, of course they're younger than me. So the text <laughs> So next thing I know, they're like, "Uh, Mary, you're going to represent Arizona in the USA games in Seattle. Wow. So we were team Arizona. Yeah. And they fitted us with uniforms. My all my guys had uniforms. And if you look at the walks of life and where so many of my players came from, it is absolutely remarkable. One uh, young man, his mom was a heroin addict, and she died when he was two years old. So he went into state care. Then he went into foster home, group home, runaway, behavior health, all kinds of different issues. And he somehow landed on my team, <laughs> and he found a very stable home with a foster parent who ended up adopting him. And another young man, he was basically a throwaway as a teenage boy, and he was very alone. He did not like people. And when he came to my team, he did not talk. He did not speak. He was a phenomenal basketball player. But that young man would not pass that ball. <laughs> <laughs> he got the ball in his hand. Yeah. He's going to show everybody what he can do with it. <laughs> so that team concept, there was no trust. Yeah. And so, you, again, you look at everything. And, again, for us to unite and spend two years together. And then, of course, our last trip, we went to Abu Dhabi. I saw that. We all, yes.
0: That is had amazing. our passports,
2: wow. and we spent two and a half weeks together. Yeah, and I, I've described it before. Is um, I was a mom on steroids. I'm telling you. <laughs> I was going to say, what was
0: that plane ride like? And, <laughs>
2: oh my
1: gosh!
2: Who's sick? Who's yeah. going to the bathroom? Who's fighting?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: wow! So what an adventure! Yeah, what
0: an adventure. so um, so what? Here in
2: Phoenix then, are you playing other against other teams or? No, since we got, so originally it was just us. So yeah. we had practice there and it was so nice. That was a community center. Mm-hmm. So what is a community center in? Draw in the community. Right. So when we would come into the gym, that gym would be packed. Really? Packed. Oh. And guess what? They all got kicked out because we got the gym for practice. Yeah. So my guys would go, hey, can you stay? Can you stay? Can you stay? And they yeah. would recruit about 10 to 15 guys uh-huh. and we would be able to scrimmage against oh, them. Fun. And they got to know us yeah, and to see, and they're like, what team are you guys? What does this mean? And they didn't even understand what Special Olympics was. They didn't understand my guys had intellectual disabilities, mm-hmm. you know? So to even, you know, provide that awareness through that right. avenue was absolutely tremendous. So then I needed a little more structured on games. So I tapped into the boys in blue for me. Uh And uh, I got different basketball teams from different work units on the police department. One of our games was a SWAT team. Oh, wow. (laughs) And another one was um, our Cactus Park precinct officers. And Uh these guys were so good on their day off. Yeah. They came down, they brought their families, and it was a big event. And it was so much fun. And I got to tell you, our SWAT team, which is our SAU, our special assignments unit, They started out because they're obviously in very good shape. So some of the other teams were not so much. These guys had us, I think, by 20 points at halftime. Mm -hmm. And we came back and won by 10. Oh, wow. So that's the heart of this team. That's how we got through. But again, we didn't play in any leagues. We just spent Mm -hmm. every single Saturday of our lives. So there was no more traveling. There was no more. Everybody knew that if you had a family event, if it was a family birthday or something else, don't schedule it on Friday afternoon or Mm -hmm. Saturday afternoon. Mm -hmm. That is our time. Yeah. Yeah. So that is Team Arizona and then Team USA. Yeah.
0: So then you went on to Seattle. So tell me a little bit about, um, so what was the event then in Seattle?
1: That's the Special Olympics where all of the different um, states come together. And
2: yes. yes.
1: So that was USA Games um, that happened in Seattle. And every four years, it rotates to a different area or a different state. Uh, but to kind of just go backwards really quick, I actually had the opportunity to attend USA Games as well, and I kid you not, one of the most fun things was going and watching Mary and her team play, oh. <laughs> and it was really exciting because I was honestly surprised by how many people came out from Arizona all the way to Seattle to support, and we were there, everyone came in early, you filled the stands, and you just watched this team, and it, it was one of those moments where you realize like, Obviously, we weren't on the court, and credit to them because they practiced every Saturday, but you felt like you were all in it together. And I would say that they did an amazing job at just putting that feel together and just really being Team Arizona for everyone. So, um, But yeah, but the event that took place, like you mentioned, it was all of the state programs. They come together uh, for USA Games, and every four years, they have a multitude of sports that happen. Yeah. So how many different sports are there? Uh, So, Arizona specifically, Mm -hmm. they participate in 21 sports. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, and they are all over the place from—we have just coming up is, like, swim and bocce and softball— uh, a little later on, there's going to be cheer, basketball, and then it continues on um, with black football. So if you are interested in almost anything sports-wise, you could definitely check in and see because um, we do have 21 programs represented. And then another really cool thing that we're tapping into is Unified Arts. So we have a group that uh, they perform unified ukuleles. Oh, wow. Um, so honestly, it's one of those where if you are interested, you could definitely check out SpecialOlympicsArizona.org. And there are many many ways to get involved, whether you want to be an athlete, a coach, a volunteer for the day, you could just um, kind of take your pick.
0: That's great. And And the events, I assume, are listed on there as well, if you want to come out and see some of those events that are happening. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So then, so you were in Seattle. So obviously, that must have gone really well then if you then went on
2: to... Okay, so surprisingly, yeah. We did not win. Oh, (laughs) Um, that was the first time we actually played structured with referees and time and and we played. Um, They ended up placing us in the top league. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm very disciplined. Obviously, they they play for me. They knew (laughs) the rules and um, were very structured. So this team was so prideful Mm -hmm. and I, I truly believe it captured everybody. And they instantly put us in this top division where these teams just. They were very out-talented us, out-played yeah. us, and um, beat us by 20 to 40 points, I think, one game. So, I mean, we shouldn't have been there. But again, the way that my guys carried yeah. themselves, the way they presented our pregame warm-ups, <laughs> I mean, you know, it wasn't, it, we didn't go out there and have a party. We were there to play. Yep. Yep. We did not win. Mm. And we actually took fourth place over there. But I truly believe the way their mannerism, their characteristics, um, their character, their heart captured people's hearts. Mm-hmm. Because everywhere they went, they said, hi, we're Team Arizona. Who are you? Where are you from? Oh. And they greeted I mean, they just, I'm telling you, captured people's hearts. Because yeah. next thing I knew, somebody walked in um, to one of my practices and said, uh, you are now Team USA and you're going to Abu Dhabi. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and we. Oh my we, gosh. We're like,
1: where what? is that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Wait, where? <laughs> yeah. And how is this possible? Right. If, if my team, my guys, they don't have much, Yeah, you know, and to be given this opportunity to give, be given the shoes and the uniform and the clothes, um, and the health care. one of my guys wears, uh, very, uh, thick goggles Mm -hmm. at prescription goggles. So they have health options at USA Games that healthy athletes and they go and get fixed, their teeth, everything. You know, of course I spend time with him. But he got brand new free goggles Mm -hmm. that were probably at least three hundred dollar goggles. Right. And I can tell you how proud he was of that. Yeah. So it's 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 unbelievable that the if you look, if you just go to any of the games, if anybody wants to have a little you know what, maybe you're feeling down through work, down through home, in a rut, and you want a little pick-me-up, show up at one of our games. We have some games coming up in the West Valley. I don't remember what the date is. Yes. Yeah, so
1: um, on October 25th is actually our fall games. And so oh, okay. you have the option of catching softball and bocce, which would be at Pioneer Park in Peoria, Arizona. And then additionally, we'll have swim at the YMCA in Goodyear. So that's really exciting. That is uh, the fall games competition. So it brings athletes out from all over the state. Wow. They have
2: opening ceremonies, Uh and that is their highlight. Yeah. So you talk about music and dance and celebration and spotlight on them. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about. So you show up, you know, I show up always to opening ceremonies, and then we show up to the games. And again, just cheer them on, be a cheerleader. And, you know, what we do as volunteers, you will get 10 times back than what more than what you give. Right. Right. I know. Wow. So who did you get to play against then in Abu Dhabi, and how did that go? Abu Dhabi again. We walked in, they sized us up, and they put us in the top. (laughs) And I couldn't believe it. Our first game was on international TV, and we played the United Arab Emirates, which these guys were six foot two starting, yeah, (laughs) and up, yeah, and they beat us by forty points. And you know, it was it. It's a character builder. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard for me as a coach because the guys are like, what's happening? Yeah. You know, we want to play. We want to compete. Sometimes that happens. And in unified sports and Special Olympics, they just have to try to size people up the best they can. And they had to do that based on our practice and the way we presented ourselves. And I'm telling you, we present very well. We just don't have those, that height and that skill. We Mm -hmm. can't dunk. We can't, you know, (laughs) we can't do the things that, that, but anyway, we still ended up in fourth place. Oh, wow. That's great. Uh, We did not medal, but fourth place and they had their heads held very, very high. Yeah. And we played the best of the best. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so these opportunities then for them, at what cost, is, what cost does the athlete cover versus what is covered then by Special Olympics?
1: Um, so the great thing about our organization is there is no cost that is covered by a Special Olympics Arizona athlete. And that's why all of these fundraisers that we hold throughout the year are so important because it keeps opportunities available to them at zero cost. And as Mary mentioned before, with the goggles... Um, we have health screenings at our state competitions and other competitions. So that's an additional, you know, bonus of being an athlete is not only do you get to participate in these programs, sports, make friends, but then you also have the opportunity to go through and, you know, like she said, get your eyes checked. So um, that's one of the great things about whenever we kind of reel it back in together and you think, if I raise $1,000 to go over the edge, that's a full year that an athlete can just take advantage of all of these opportunities right. Right. and it's not something that they have to pay out of pocket for at any day.
0: That's amazing. I didn't know anything about the health screenings and such. I mean, uh, the the fact that they're getting like you said the shoes, you know, I can only imagine for some of them this may may very well have been like the first pair of, you know, really nice, like athletic shoes that they've gotten to wear while playing a sport and Mm -hmm. the uniforms. I know how exciting that can be for anybody to get your new uniform or whatever, you know, whichever sport you're playing, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, a jersey or, (laughs) you know, or a cool shirt or whatever that may be. That's awesome. Um, So as far as um, so how do athletes get involved with Special Olympics? And um, where where do they, uh, I guess, compete? And I know you mentioned you have the fall um, competition coming up, but where are they practicing and meeting and where is this all happening?
1: Um, so all of that is actually the great work of our area directors that we have. And so we've split the state up into different areas. And so if someone is interested in being a part of Special Olympics Arizona, um, the best place to start is on our website. And you would find the person who's in your area and contact them. And they can make sure that you go through the process to get put into Special Olympics Arizona properly. Through there, we Run off of volunteers, essentially, and we have like Mary a coach that will help out. They have um something else called the head of delegation that helps out and organizing within their communities and really, the best way to start is just to figure out the area that you're in, which you can see the cities online. And then from there, you take that next step into getting involved and they can really lead you into who would be the best person to contact. Um, So that's a great thing with how we mentioned there's area and state competitions is your areas will get together and play and then you essentially come together for a state competition and that's everybody who's been training and playing, um, you know, just gets to see everyone from different parts of the state. And honestly, similar to how Mary mentioned earlier with athletes, you know, run up and hug her and get super excited. It's really cool to see that just all over the board because they'll see someone, you know, maybe they're in Phoenix and someone comes down from Lake Havasu City and they only get to see him once a year. And it's honestly, it's really cool to just see the friendships and just all of the positive impact that comes with it. And just
0: the community then that mm-hmm. that builds within those athletes. And I imagine even with volunteers as well, mm-hmm. an organization like this where you are having these events and things, just ways for even volunteers to meet meet some new people who also have kind of that same mentality of, of ways that they like to give back.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And volunteering, that's another thing that's always an option. And that's an option whether you wanted to volunteer by yourself, you can look up and find opportunities or if maybe, you know, your company's looking for an opportunity to volunteer as a group. So that's definitely um, always an option and we're always looking.
0: Yeah. And I was actually going to mention, uh, what are some ways for businesses if they want to get involved um, with either the Over the Edge Challenge or even just within supporting Special Olympics outside of Over the Edge? Because I imagine, obviously, donations are accepted Mm -hmm. at all times, (laughs) not just for Over the Edge. But um, how can companies get involved and what are some unique ways that they've been involved before?
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, companies are able to get involved through volunteering in joining groups. So we've had different companies come out and they bring up to like 40 people that will help out um, within state games, area games. And then in addition to that, whenever individuals or companies are interested in sponsorships, they'll contact Special Olympics Arizona and then we'll have them directed to our chief development officer her name is Chastity Firmweil, and um, she goes and cultivates that relationship to see what is the best fit for that company, whether it be over the edge or a different event that we have going on. And I imagine
0: volunteers from all walks of life, you don't have to be tremendously sporty. It's not like they're putting you out on the field and you're <laughs> not everybody has to be a coach like Mary.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. Just your presence. Yeah. Clapping. Mm-hmm. cheering saying you can do it that's volunteering for special olympics right and you know you talk about um the workplace and talk about a great team what's what do we do at westgate uh, guardian, games. guardian games yeah so the guardian games every fall and that's great team building and it's um businesses partnering up and working together with Special Olympic athletes and a law enforcement. So it's usually a team of four. Oh, okay. So two um, from one business, a Special Olympic athlete and law enforcement, and you just play a lot of really fun com- competitive games. And it is, it's is—it's all fundraising, but oh, my gosh, is it fun. And um, it really gets everybody involved. And, again, us seeing each other in a different light. Right. And, again, promotes that inclusion, that understanding, that trust.
0: hmm Yeah, definitely. So for people who are um, for over the edge, then we'll kind of go back to that. It's December 7th. 7th. Okay. So people can participate individually or they can start a team, right? Yes. And then what, um, tell us a little bit about um, the fundraising, because you get, like I mentioned, there's like a little fundraising kit that you get, but you get like your own little fundraising kind of website and a Mm -hmm. link that you can share. You want, how is that different if you're an individual versus a team?
1: Yes. So um, with that being an option, if you wanted to create a team, essentially one person would sign up as the team captain. And then every individual who wants to be a part of that team, they join. And the best part about the team effort is you can still raise funds as an individual if you wanted to post on your social media. But at the same time, you could also just raise funds for a team in general. So um, for example, Mary has a team that she signed up. And so if she wanted to maybe send out to her closest friends and families, just her own personal fundraising page, it'll still benefit the team effort. Or if maybe she wanted to reach out to other law enforcement or anything like that, then she can do that with her whole team. Um, So that is an option for both sides. And then if you are attempting to just sign up as an individual, that's just an also an opportunity that you have whenever you do register. But it is one of the things to remember is that every single individual who registers, they are still held at that thousand dollar minimum. Right. right.
0: And like I said, that it might sound like a lot or it might sound kind of scary, but it really isn't that much. And it's really, I mean, it's really kind of fun to do. Um, And I also noticed this year, and uh, again, like I said, I hadn't done it for a couple of years, you actually had a special ask for people, and I can't remember the hashtag off the top of my head, but if you're not going to participate, either sign up to be on my team or give me some money is basically <laughs> what it boils down to. But it is, again, when you go back down, when you, when you look back down on that, it is pretty easy to, to get people to say, okay, you, you don't, okay you're not going to go down the 27 stories, fine, then give me 10 bucks. <laughs> and you only have to do that a few times, you know, um, to get that fundraising goal. So, Mary, what? tell me about your team. Do you guys do special... A um, special name, you got special so, outfits. Cause there's some pretty crazy, like, there were people with like capes going down. Like, and... I was like, I'm, I'm, if I can just keep just me in this harness, I'm good. And they're like, got
2: capes and tutus and all kinds of things going down. So yes, but... I wanted to wrap an extra bubble wrap. You know, <laughs> yeah. That I, know. Help. I don't know. Um, no, there's nothing special, but we did. We created a team and it's our first team ever. And it's oh, called okay. Phoenix PD Blue. Okay. And, you know, I've been going to community meetings and just meeting, folks. And I'm like, what do you think? Would you be willing to do this? And I tell them what the cause is. And I go, this is us facing our fear. Mm -hmm. This is something our athletes do every single day in everything they do. Mm -hmm. Can you do this? I go, it's terrifying. I'm telling you, when you're up at the top, even if you're not afraid of heights, stepping out on a ledge and leaning backwards, yes. On a rope yes. does not make sense. No,
0: your brain, like I said, <laughs> your brain is like what? You, no, and you're you're,
2: you're just stuck. <laughs> and you know when you start, you're a little shaky, yeah. little tense. Your your ab muscles, believe it or not. I know. Care. I I
0: think that's on my video yes. too. Me talking about my abs that's and how it's, much it's, they hurt. I
2: was like, what is happening? How is that possible? I know. <laughs> but it is. It's it's that stress. Yeah. But, and and you're able, and again, you go, you don't have to go through any Mm pre-training, any pre-qualifying because right when you get up there, they do a fantastic job coaching us. And actually our Phoenix Police Department as special assignments unit Mm -hmm. are some of the folks that are manning the Mm -hmm. ropes and receiving at the other end. So they're all just tremendous. So once you get down, I mean, you might be seeing some Different words. You're yes. talking to yourself on the way down <laughs> saying some things. My son hooked me up with a GoPro my first okay, time. Okay, yeah. And I don't swear at all, but uh-huh. I definitely, when I went back and listened to it, I mean, the, the, <laughs> like, oh, I, don't poop, I don't even remember that coming out. It was a mouth. different word. Yeah. Oh, poop was yeah. just continuously. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is um crazy. Yeah. 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 But once you get to the bottom, it is such an accomplishment. Mm-hmm and you know you just can't help but cheer for yourself oh yeah and yeah. say so I did it Yep. you know and then all the athletes are there cheering for you and of course um we have the announcers that where they see you so you have your family and your friends down yep. at the bottom and they'll say Mary Roberts is hanging from rope four here she comes yeah and they start showing to you and they show you on a big screen and everything else so everybody just has such a good time. It's fun for everyone. It's just a fun family event. And to see mom or dad do that, um, I tell you, the kids are all saying, can I do it next year?
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah. So how many times have you done it now, Mary? This will be
2: my Fifth or sixth. Oh, wow. wow. And every time when I get down, because, you know, I kind of melt when I get down right. because yeah. you think you're strong, and, but my legs somehow just don't <laughs> stand up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I try to stand up. I say, okay, that's it. I mean, yeah. this, I'm getting older. <laughs> it's a lot of stress. You know, I think it takes us 15, 20 minutes to get yep. down. Mm-hmm. And um, I go, oh, gosh, that's a lot of stress. I am not doing it again. And every single year. And now I'm chairing the event and <laughs> leading the team. Yeah. You have to, yeah, yeah. It's it's in your heart. You have to do it.
0: It was one of those. I I was when I first started. I was like, okay, at first you're starting and you're going slow just because your feet aren't letting you in your hand. You're like, is this really, yeah. if I move this crank thing, this is really not going <laughs> to just drop me to the, the, the ground. But you start getting the hang of it. But then part of me was like, oh no, I want to just savor this and stop and look around. But then after a while, you're like, my legs hurt, my abs hurt. Okay. I could go a little faster now.
2: <laughs> okay. So when you do it this year, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you you learn the trick of the trade, which is just lean back. Right. Because my first year, I was the same thing. You're yeah. very tense and you're very upright, and you're thinking you got to hold on to this rope. Like mm-hmm. you can hold it with your hands. And, but then you just kind of lean back and let it do itself. Right. And you don't have all that stress and right, muscle right. fatigue and words that you don't usually yeah. say <laughs> and things like that. And you truly take in the sights because you're looking down mm-hmm. into our, you know, Chase Field dialyx oh, yeah. and you're looking uh, across. And you're seeing the planes landing and they are equal with you, which makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) But to see and where you're at and then hear the cheering and you're like, I'm really doing this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. When you get to that point and you start, you actually hear the announcement. I'm like, oh, that's me. You know, and then you hear the cheering. And then it is just really beautiful. I did stop a few times to just look around
2: and go, oh, my gosh, this is just amazing. You know, I have to tell you my first time because I was so focused on there's a little lever and you just kind of pull the lever and you can't go too fast and it, it pulls you down the rope and just navigates you down the rope nice and slow and steady. Well, I started looking around and now we're going down a glass building, solid glass building, and that's where your feet are facing. So I'm looking over my shoulder, looking behind me, and I turned around and my whole body... Shuddered, shook, I locked up because there was a man standing <laughs> yeah, inside the office. <laughs> and
0: I was looking for I'm like, is there people in here? Oh what's on that yeah, day like that because normally
2: people yeah. aren't there, but right, yeah, right. there's a man standing there with his hands on his hips. So I turned around and I'm like ah! <laughs> <laughs> locked up, bounced yeah. a little, yeah. Oh my gosh. So
0: it's funny that you said when I do this this year, so because I so when I posted about this on Instagram about the show today, one yes. Mr. Patrick Holloway, which apparently we have in common, says, don't believe Mary (laughs) (laughs) or don't listen to Mary. And I said, what? He's like, she just, she's already tried to convince me to jump off the building. I said, it's not quite jumping, Patrick. It's more of a lean. He says, that's a hell of a lean. He
2: will not respond to my text messages. I send him the link. I oh sent him my everything. gosh! I sent him blue hearts. Yes, and said I'm so proud of you. Yeah, and
0: he's not responding. Oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> he's been called out. He was called out. He's Bless letting... your heart. <laughs> Bless
2: your heart. So Patrick Holiday is or Holloway. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. He is a fitness um, specimen. <laughs> he is a, pretty much the strongest man in the world in my eyes. And he actually came out. He's um he's a athletic trainer, mm-hmm. and he works out in the gym and. uh You know, he saw me one day working out and he thought, oh, this poor girl. (laughs) And and he said, let me help you a little bit. Well, when I told him what I did about coaching for Special Olympics, he came out on multiple Saturdays and to watch him walk into the gym and me tell my guys, line up on the baseline Uh and you see this man and he is solid muscle and he just walked him through some drills and some strength training drills and they talk about him to this day. And for him to give up his time Mm -hmm. and his time is money, of course. And he goes, when do you want me to come back? when you want me to come back. And he was a frequent flyer for me and my team. So he's, he is a very special man. He's got a tremendous heart. He is scared to death, but we are going to absolutely publicly (laughs) shame him into into doing this challenge. I know it's been (laughs) at least like two or three minutes
0: now that we've been talking about him. So I'm sure
2: (laughs) that's what we do. We need to fill another 75 lines. Okay. Wow. So we need people to sign up and accept this challenge and do this not only for Special Olympic athletes, but do this for you. Mm-hmm. It is a tremendous accomplishment. Yes. And you'll be hooked. Yes. You'll be hooked and you'll stay with us and in Special it, Olympics forever. Yeah.
0: And it drops you right down in the middle of there's several bars. <laughs> you can go have a <laughs> drink afterwards. Like, oh, my God. I remember we I went to Blue Hound Kitchen and Cocktail afterwards. Yes. And they're like, what can we get you? And I was like, I want one of those margaritas. I saw them all holding in the pool out there because the more I thought about it, boy, that sounded really good. So, Brenda, you have not done this yet. So, this year is going to be... Yeah. First I, year. Yeah.
1: I have not had the opportunity. Um I did get to help out a little bit last year and it was really exciting atmosphere. And I actually went to the top floor where they um do start the repelling and I did look straight over the side of the building. So <laughs> I do know that I'm not doing that this year. Um, I think it's, you know, you gotta get yourself set because it is one of those things where I think because personally, I'm not afraid of heights, but even just seeing it for a second, you do have that mindset of like, I don't think I'm supposed to walk down buildings. Right, right. Um, But I am very excited to do it this year. And um, I've honestly, and I tell people all the time that I have not come across one person who's gone over the edge who said that it wasn't a great experience. And That they wouldn't, if not do it again, have other people um, where they would recommend it. So Mm -hmm. that's been really, really cool to hear. And I think it's also very telling of kind of touching on what Mary said is the sense of accomplishment that you get whenever you get down to the bottom. That's something that um, I've seen last year that was really cool. And we actually have athletes that also go over the edge. Mm -hmm. And so that's something where you also have that chance to be in that same space. And, um, it's just, it's really cool because you never really know who's going over the edge, whether they be a person that's involved in law enforcement, an athlete, a community member, and it's just, it's open to anybody. Um, if you are obviously underage, then you would need a parent or guardian to sign for you. Um, but there is no age restriction. And then the only other restriction is there is um, a maximum of 300 pounds. Um, and that's just due to safety concerns with ropes. So if you fall into the line of being any age whatsoever, and <laughs> you are in between 100 and 300 pounds. This is an opportunity for you. Yeah. And it is, it's really exciting. I would encourage people, if you are feeling like it's, you know, oh my
0: gosh, I don't know if I can do this, put together a team. I imagine team size, is there any special considerations for teams? They can be, you could have a team of two or three or five or eight or. Yes. So there
1: is no um, limit on teams and if you and it's something that um you know like if you want to have a team at work if you want to have yeah. a personal team there's no type of you know specific on that
0: yeah no that sounds like a lot of fun so mary going back to then law enforcement's involvement with over the edge i imagine there might be a little bit of competition among absolutely amongst- <laughs> uh, competition and um like i
2: said uh, maybe a little public shaming, <laughs> to get other agencies involved. Right. Um, you know, I'm an assistant chief, so I'm really trying to get other executives to mm-hmm. do this and go over the edge. I'm like, you would be surprised at how many employees actually want to see you go over a building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? you know, it's, it's amazing. Um, so, Yeah take that leap of faith mm-hmm. and um, it's it's so worth it and when you get done not only that accomplishment that you physically did that but you did that for somebody else right it's it's so twofold and again all the athletes will be down there they're going to want to take their pictures with yep. you and everything mm-hmm. else it's that celebratory out there yeah and uh yeah so Law enforcement, um, I have. we just put it out to all across Phoenix PD to say anybody that wants to participate, please join our team. But it's absolutely open to everybody. So if you just want to sign up and want to join Phoenix PD Blue, I would love to have you on our team. I would love to have 110 lines just with us. Yeah. And um, it's all of us united. And you're just joining a team and we would welcome you with open arms. Yeah.
0: And if you are on a team, because
1: there's how many lines that go go down at one time? So there are technically five ropes ropes. that are across the building. um, And then you, it's not a guarantee, but we do try to put your teams together. So it's a really cool feeling of if you, maybe you're a team of a family, like Mm -hmm. you would all get to essentially scale this building
0: together. right. Yeah, that was one of the things that was kind of exciting last year was um, seeing some of, or even if there was, you know, two or three and they wanted to be able to go over together just seeing them all looking at each other like are we all really doing this now (laughs) okay (laughs) but it is fun like you said when you get to the bottom everybody that's there kind of cheering for you like people I had no idea they just saw me you know plop to the ground because yeah I couldn't stand up I just was like laying on the ground (laughs) they're like uh I'm like I made it um just coming over like oh my gosh that's so great we saw you come down congratulations I'm like thanks Who are
2: you? (laughs) Thank you, though. (laughs) And they gave you an amazing photograph of you up there leaning back on Mm -hmm. the edge. Yeah. Yeah. You get that right when you're done. And it's pretty spectacular. It
0: is. It is. All right. So while we um, wind up here, um, I just wanted to make sure that we got everything covered. So if somebody uh, is interested in volunteering um, or uh, donating to Special Olympics Arizona, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you for that?
1: Um, So the best start would be going to specialolympicsarizona.org because if you are interested in volunteer opportunities, there's going to be a tab of how to get involved, and then um, you can select being a volunteer. And then if you're interested in getting involved in terms of company support and things like that, if you go on our website as well, we have a directory, um, and then you would just reach out to a development staff. Perfect. Thank you. Yes.
0: And then, Mary, anything else that you want to add about um, just ways that uh, people can give back? um?
2: Well, you know how you see something, maybe whether it's a story or you read about something or watch a movie, and it absolutely melts your heart because it's people doing very kind things? That's what getting involved in Special Olympics is Mm -hmm. about. It is that kind of feeling 10 times over. So I can't emphasize enough to just get involved um don't think somebody else is doing it just get involved right and um it will it will bring you up it's beyond inspiring those athletes will blow you away
0: yeah definitely and what is your team up to now after they've Attained to their international. Right now fame. we're on break. On break, so we are mm-hmm. on
2: tremendous um, text contact. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. But you know, even if I have a bad day, I'll be in a meeting and dealing with something. I'll look at my phone, and it just ha- says, "Hi, Coach." Yeah, and it says, "I love you." Aww. <laughs> and I got this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Great. Well, thank you. Is there anything else that we need to know about before we all go get signed up for Over the Edge? Yes. Yeah, so we should
1: share how you can sign up. Oh, that's true. Um. So what you can do is you can go onto our website and there's also a way to get... um directed to our specific Over the Edge website. But in addition to that, what you would go to is give.classy.org. And then it's a backslash. And then it's all spelt out over the edge. AZ2019. And it'll take you directly to the main page to register. Um, But if you follow us on any form of social media whatsoever, we do have it on there. So you could also click links. And once you go there, you'll click to register and then you can decide whether you want to create a team, join a team or become an individual. Um, And then you'll sign up. And once you sign up, you'll get, as you mentioned, your own fundraising page that you can choose to share, whether it be social media through email anything like that. um, And that's a great start. And then additionally, you're not only accepting, uh, we don't only accept online donations. So if you maybe even have someone that wants to send in a check or anything like that, just let us know and um, all forms of donations are accepted and they will be applied to your account. Perfect. Well, great. Well, thank you both so
0: much for being here today. I'm so excited that um, we got to share the over-the-edge information, but Mary, just hearing about the basketball team and uh, how long you've been involved with Special Olympics in one way or another, <laughs> it sounds like obviously it's you know it's touched you in many ways, and you're now giving back in that sense of um, being able to then you know, really have a special place for all those different athletes. So thank you both so much. And on that note, you've been listening to 3C Amplified, where we share how others are connecting, creating, and collaborating to amplify their impact. And we hope we've inspired you to do the same in your community. If you are a fellow change maker and want to build connections, create relationships, and collaborate with others to make positive change, join the online community built to support and engage people like you wanting to amplify their impact in communities around the world. Visit 3 camplifiedcom community to learn more about the new 3C community. Until next time, I'm Jacqueline DeStrems with Another Hand Advantage. Let me help create a digital marketing strategy to put your organization's mission in front of your target audience and highlight the impact you're having in your community.